It's 5 o'clock in pirate country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P-Man. hit the road. 94.3 The Game is going to get you home, and the P-Man's not holding back. Yes! Yes! Pirates win! Pirates win! Bring on the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Holy mackerel! Oh my goodness! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Well, it uh, been a Tuesday, absolutely. Welcome in, everybody. We got a lot to get into. It is uh, the Patrick Johnson Show as we uh, are up and running. Got uh, the Softball World Series going on in Greenville. Pitt County uh, team just getting uh, underway as uh, they're playing a team from the West. Uh, our guy, Philip the Ref Pilkington, is uh, out there. We're going to check in with him in a few minutes. Get an update on what's going on and uh, really just the atmosphere out there. Uh, I said maybe 520, maybe 515, maybe. maybe. Uh, we've got uh, intern Noah and then the always uh, amiable uh, Ben B-Baby Byron producing the show. Hey, Ben. Uh, he does. Use your vocabulary words. I don't even know what that means. You might have dissed me right there and I would never know it. Smart it man. It might have been. It really wasn't the word dissing you. It might have been the tone. But um, no, no, I'm kidding with you, Ben. If I if I if I didn't care, I wouldn't kid. Uh, no, no, you're uh, it's it's a compliment in some ways. Okay, all right, I'll have to look it up afterwards. Yes, I'm not even sure if I used it right. It just sounded good. Sounded nice. There you go. It sounded nice. Sounded nice. Well, look, um, I don't think there's any other way to put it. I mean, the world as we know it is is maybe not what it once was. Maybe it's not what it was anymore. There's a lot to to just really digest, and it's just hard to imagine that things are are are, are the same today as they were yesterday. And of course, I'm talking about the Big Ten and the media rights negotiations with uh, ESPN and and all of that. That's what I'm speaking of. Uh, John, <laughs> what did you think I was speaking about, Ben? I don't know. I had to really think about it for a sec. I was like, there's a number no. of different ways this could go right now. What no, direction no, no, are we no, heading no. right now? There's a right. ton of paths, yeah, no, and no. you chose one. I chose one, yeah. Well, I mean, it's what I – did I miss something? Is there something else going on? I think but, there's, um, yeah, there's plenty going on, but we no, don't have to get into okay. it. I mean, anything earth shatter? I know there's go- plenty going on. I mean – I know the Pirates didn't practice today because they have some sort of bug going through the team. When you get the chance, check out Holton Ayler's Instagram story. Okay. I'm not going to tell you what it is. You just got to go look for yourself during a break or something. Well, probably not going to happen at all. So why don't you tell me? Uh, they're just, uh, <laughs> you can see the team. Uh, they're like, I don't know if they're in the hospital or where they're at right now, but they got IVs hooked up to them. Uh, they're he's, convalescing? Yeah, they're, uh, in a sense? yeah they're, uh, they're, not, they're not looking too good right now. Well, let me let me let me let me start with what I was going to start with here. I mean, look, the reports are now that ESPN is pulled out of the Big Ten media rights negotiations, and so that was a long business relationship. The Big Ten, or the Board Ten, and uh, the worldwide leader, and uh, ESPN said no to the conference's final offer, which was a seven-year, three hundred eighty million dollar 
per year package. Uh, it looks like they're going to command that neighborhood of money for uh, CBS to come in and uh, pay them. It's being reported from the New York Post, $350 million to carry that 330 game. Uh, the coveted SEC window right now on CBS. That's going to go to. That's going to go to the Big Ten apparently. Uh, NBC is also getting in the Big Ten business. Peacock will have extreme. It will have streaming services, or the Peacock streaming service will carry an undetermined number of games per year exclusively. So, in a sense, that's kind of the ESPN plus. For the Big Ten, I guess, would be Peacock and NBC. I don't know how many games are going to wind up on NBC, but they're saying that uh, the Peacock Network is going to pay three fifty as well for their package. That's a lot of money to pay for just a streaming package, but uh, that's seven hundred large going to the Board Ten, and uh, then you've got Fox, and I guess the idea initially is to line up. A noon game, which I would presume would stay on Fox, a 3.30 game on CBS, and then in some way, shape, or form, be it on Peacock or something else, perhaps the actual network. CBS Peacock dropped will... crazy money for that 3.30 Tom slot for those games. No, no, I mean, yeah. It's insane. Yeah, 30, they did. $350 million. So Peacock will simulcast the games that will air on NBC. So I, I'm not saying that this is going to wind up being a a game each week on NBC. I'm not seeing that, but obviously certain games will sort of be prime-timey, I would presume, on on NBC Uh, because they're going to have a triple header of of those games from uh, noon to to probably, uh, well, you know, a 7 or 7.30 or 8 o'clock start for for, uh, night games on the East Coast, Midwest, or uh, games starting in the late afternoon on the West Coast. So. Uh, This is all being reported by the uh, Sports Business Journal. And again, in conjunction with some others, uh, just the the Post reporting the uh, CBS thing. So, I mean, that kind of tells you where we are. That tells you what what we're going towards here. And it's going to be over a billion dollars a year from those three outlets. Ben, you mentioned it was crazy money. So they were paying with CBS $55 million a year for the SEC. So CBS has uh, jumped in feet first. That's I wonder how, how do you rationalize that? I mean, you are Big Ten clearly not better than the SEC in terms of product on the field product. So why would you drop well, that amount of have, money? The lines have been drawn, and ESPN is going to uh, is, is kind of gone all in with the SEC. We know that. So that's a that's an ACC uh, ABC. And slip there. ABC, uh, ESPN property, if you will, now. And as these two conferences line up to go uh, to, to mega conference fight to the death, you kind of have ESPN and then you have everybody else. In this case, Fox joined by CBS and NBC. I think this is really good news for the Big 12 because it obviously opens up some more dates potentially on ESPN. And I think it's good for the American. Now, maybe not as good as it would be if you were keeping 
Houston and Cincinnati and, and to a degree UCF. But it is an opportunity to maybe fill some of those Big 12 dates because I would only think logically the Big 12 would fill some of those Big 10 dates. And where does that lead the Big 12? What are they going to do now? So that's that's going to be an interesting situation there. And again, I think that could benefit the American. I'm not saying they're going to get the noon spot on ESPN every week, but you might have a chance to get some some spots that maybe the Big 12 were occupying or was occupying uh, in all of this. So that's, uh, that's the big uh, story today. Now, there's also a report out from the Barrett Sports Media Group, or the Barrett Media as they're known now because they're doing uh, media reporting beyond just the sports world. Uh, after reportedly losing out on the Big Ten's television rights, ESPN is reportedly turning to securing the a uh, the NCAA championship rights from hitting the open market. They are citing a report from Front Office Sports that ESPN's contract for 29 NCAA championships ends in 2024. Those 29 championships include everything from women's basketball to ice hockey, wrestling, softball, and baseball. The network pays a reported $34 million for the rights to broadcast those championship events. However, according to a study commissioned by the NCAA, it reveals that the women's basketball tournament could be anywhere, could be worth anywhere from $81 million to $112 million per year by its lonesome. Again, that's the NCAA commissioning that study, so what do you expect him to say? The NCAA is reportedly considering selling the women's basketball tournament rights as a standalone product in the next negotiation. Sources told Front Office Sports ESPN remains interested in striking deals with the Pac-12 and Big 12 media rights, as well as renewing the deal for the college football playoff. Uh, and again, this follows the fact that ESPN declined a final offer from the Big Ten for a portion of their rights at $380 million per year. Boy, $81 million for the women's tournament by itself to 112. I mean, I guess that's what the NCAA would say it's worth. Uh, ESPN probably has, in the grand scheme of things, a sweetheart of a deal. But as I was reading through that, I was wondering, how much is all this really worth? Look, I'm as big an advocate of women's sports and Title IX as you will find. But I, I cannot... I, I just... It, I, they're not going to get $81 million for the women's tournament alone. Oh, no. Absolutely not. I mean, the ratings have to be there. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're going to drop that kind of money... Never mind the 112. Now, not saying that it's not worth more than 34 million, especially when you bundle in the 28 other sports. But I just I find it hard to 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 believe, and and I don't think it's just going to depend on how badly ESPN wants to be known as the the site of the NCAA championships. That certainly gives them cachet with the NCAA, and it goes to a broader question. Obviously, it will be on 24, but how much longer will the NCAA be in business if if you believe every loudmouth with a Twitter account out there? So that ESPN deals over at 24. I will say this, though. I personally cannot see CBS, after they've increased their money they're paying out just for football to the Big Ten sevenfold. I, I can't see that being the destination for the women's tournament. Plus they have the men's tournament in conjunction with Turner. Uh, I don't know if NBC would be interested in that. 
would get them back in the basketball business. Fox, maybe. So, but, you know, those properties also just shelled out a ton of money to go to the Big Ten uh, for its rights. So I'm not sure that that's going to, I mean, ESPN probably has a little bit of a, a little bit of a power spot to negotiate from here. Plus, they have all the platforms to make sure that every game is kind of airing on something live. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how all of that shakes out. Uh, I do find it a little hard to believe that 81 million is uh, what that would get. But hey, if somebody, it's like anything, it's like the real estate market. The house is worth what anybody wants to pay. All right. uh, We'll break. We'll come back. We'll check in on what's going on out in, um, at, uh, Elm Street Park, and uh, underway are the uh, Pitt County All-Stars playing in this uh, tournament, College World, or the uh, Softball World Series. We're going to get Philip the Ref Pilkington on the line on that, and then we're going to get into some of our other audio, update you on some ECU-related stuff. All of that coming up on the other side uh, here on the Patrick Johnson Show, the Tuesday edition. Uh, That must just mean one thing, Ben. Here we go. Oh, wait a minute. It's August. Okay. It's not February. All right. Um, Welcome in to uh, the PJ Show. Let's go out now uh, live on our uh, Newsmaker Hotline to the uh, one and only uh, Philip the Ref Pilkington, who is posted up at uh, Elm Street Park where uh, the Softball Little League World Series got underway today uh, in its uh, full-throated version, not the uh, muted version of last year post-pandemic. We've got international representation, uh, a dozen teams participating the way it was intended to be. Hey, Pilk, uh, how's everything going out there? Sorry, I was getting another call. I had to decline it. Everything's going pretty good. It's, it's a little warm. The uh, Pitt County team just got underway. And okay. uh, they are in the second bottom of the second right now. It is scoreless, but they are um, right now. California has runners on second and third with nobody or with one out. I'm sorry. So, oh, two outs. Got where there was two okay. outs. All right. So where where is this team from in California? I do not exactly remember what they said the name of the town was. It wasn't you know any of the big cities that I'd heard of. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so, uh, second inning and uh, a scoreless game. That game was delayed a little bit. Who won earlier today? What were the results uh, from all this earlier today? So, earlier, the first game, Maryland knocked off Missouri by a score of 3-1. to one. So, Maryland stays in the winner's bracket. They will play tomorrow. Uh, the the uh, loser's bracket, Missouri, they'll play um, on Thursday. And then the second game was between Texas and Washington. That was the game that took three hours. Texas defeated Washington 13-4. to Three hours for a softball game? Yeah, for a six-inning softball game. No extra innings. Who? Just, yeah. Good night. All right. Well, look, uh, I would certainly think there's some parts of the country where this uh, weather is not uh, terribly bothering them, but you need to stay hydrated out there. Uh, so I'm going to ask you about the fans here in just a second, but let me ask you this. You know, the Pitt County team, by virtue of hosting this, are in this event. Okay, what happened there? We hear a crowd. What what, what happened there? Yeah, I totally lost you. What would you say? 
what happened there? We just heard the crowd. So what, what are they cheering about? Uh, there was a foul ball that almost got caught was the first, and now California just knocked in two runs. Ah, so California's busted this thing uh, open, or yeah. at least have, stra- have, have, uh, have, have struck first blood, if you will. Drawn first struck blood. Struck first blood, hey, bottom me- of the second. Okay, let me ask you, did the Pitt County team, did they look kind of nervous out there? Did they look uh, uh, pretty comfortable? What was your interpretation of that? No, they look good. I think both teams are a little rusty because they warmed up for so long and then came out and, you know, they stood around for about an hour after their warm-ups waiting on stuff. But they look good. They're putting the ball in play. They're just hitting it right at people. It reminds you of like a Zach Agnos out, you know, he hits at 110 miles an hour, and it just goes right to the shortstop. That's what a lot of their outs have been. So they look good. Gotcha. They're looking good defensively. California's put the bat on the ball a couple times, line drives and gaps. It hasn't been anything poor on the Pitt County team part. All right, uh, Pilk, uh, you've been, I guess, interacting with some of the fans. What do they think of Greenville and uh, Elm Street Park? Um, everybody seems to like it so far. It's been a little tough. I've tried the fans who, when their team is actively playing, they don't really want you to talk to them. So most of the people I've interacted with have been locals, and they're just excited that our city is getting to host something like this and that everybody in the community is able to come out and see it. I would like to talk to some more of the opposing uh, teams, but I have not really seen a bunch of them around except for when their team is actively playing, and we're not allowed in the little areas where their fans are you know, posted. Gotcha. And I understand kind of around uh, Elm Street there, it's kind of a park-like setting. There's, um, there's, there's some stuff people could go and do, and it's, it's exciting for them and that sort of thing. Yeah, they've got a few interactive things. Uh, there's oh, obviously food trucks. I haven't went through all the tents, but it looked like there was one place where they would let you hit. It would like, tell you how much power you hit with. Uh, I haven't seen a pitching simulator or anything like that, but there's a few games and stuff for the kids. There's a lot of food trucks out here. And for anybody who's listening, you can just park over at the, uh, what is the SPC lot on football game days and just walk right over, no admission. You just walk right in. Did you, uh, have you done that yet? Are you going to do it? Have I done what yet? Where, where you go and you hit the ball and see how powerful you're hitting. No, you done I that haven't. Yet? I think it's a little more geared towards the uh, younger generation. But now he's got to do it. He's got to get a video no, no, of it. Yeah, you got to go do it now. I, I are you, so that's a challenge. Go do it. You got to go do it now. All righty. All righty. By and the way, look, California just hit an RBI double, and she uh, traded places with the girl on second base. So three nothing, California. Bottom two, two outs. Okay. And they're leading Pitt County. Two out rally here. Line drive. Can in you the get left. runner Uh-oh. getting waved home? Throw to the plate, and she's out. Wow, what a throw! The girl just put it on a dime. All right. So Pitt County uh, prevents another run from scoring, it sounds like. Okay. Let me ask you this really quick. Uh, or let me give you this this little instruction here. Why don't you, if you're going to do, you got to go do this hitting thing, right? I guess so. Um, now it's assigned to me. Well, you, 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 you're the one who talked about it. Why don't you go and, uh, why don't you go and um, get uh, somebody to record it, though? Because we want to see a video of this. Can you do that? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. This is an assignment. This is not an option. This is an assignment. So. All right. This is, yeah, this is an order. Well, more or less. Yeah. I didn't want to put it like that, but if you want to, sure. All right. Uh, great stuff, Pilk. Uh, keep us updated what's going on. Uh, enjoy the rest of your time out there and stay cool Try as, as you can. Stay hydrated at least. Yeah. I appreciate it. We're trying our best.
All right. Thank you, buddy. There he is, Philip the Ref Pilkington. Do you think he takes Hang a yard? Hang out, Ben. <laughs> you, think he take, you think he takes a yard in the little well, hitting thing? So a few years ago, uh, my granddad, Mr. PK, is in the Newport Little League Hall of Fame. Now, you never wow, hear of okay. Newport Little League. There, you never hear of Newport Little League because they are in the same uh, region or division with the Pitt County team. Who are always winning the the state tournaments and the regional tournament? You you know you know the drill, right? Yeah, yeah. And so the the Newport Little League is uh, steeped in tradition, but it's just never really gotten a, a big run historically. Uh, but he is he's the only living Hall of Famer, at least uh, last I heard. He was the only living Hall of Famer, legend uh, in the Newport Little League Hall of Fame. So a few years ago, when uh, I, I I was I might have been in Florida when they did the ceremony. So I didn't get to go to that, but I, I when I came back maybe from Florida or I to visit him or something, I, I we stopped. I, you know, I stopped over there, took a picture of where he's honored on the board and all that good stuff, and then um, we went to a game because it was like the beginning of the little league season, right? Right, right, right. And and he, uh, you know, I was terrible at, at baseball, awful, loved it, but just was awful at it. What position? Oh, I was the left field. That's okay. where you stuck the kid that couldn't play left yeah, field. Pretty and much. so, uh, you know, my thing is this. I could dominate that stuff now. That little league stuff. I oh. think you need to go. Yeah, I think you need to go. <laughs> I think you need to go out there with Pilkington and have a, have like a like a hitting hitting competition going on. A hitting competition? Yeah. Well, that might be something we do for some hashtag content uh, later. You there know, I'll go. go to a batting cage. I bet you could take it yard for sure. No, I, I might hurt myself, but. I'd, I'd love to see what Pilkington, who's this kind of, you know, I, look, I'll admit I was a triathlete. I tried, but I was not an athlete. Pilkington, on the other hand, he, you'd ha he'd have you believe he was a high school All-American. Yeah, apparently right? uh, it was like Friday Night Lights uh, with Pilkington, wherever, what was it, Independence or something, Hickory Ridge or something, wherever he came from. I just, uh, wherever he, um, yeah. <laughs> Parts unknown. And so I want to, I want him to, um. I want to see what he does athletically because he's he kind of promotes himself as a bit of an athlete. I think you know what? No, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. Okay. I want to back myself into a corner. Oh, then don't. Then don't. All right. Uh, maybe look. If I did it, I'd be in pain. And maybe you're in constant. Pain. I'll say it. I can. I could beat Pilkington in a hitting competition easily. No problem. That was. That was out of left field as I'm trying to read the, uh, the sponsor. Sorry. Go, 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 go. That's more important. See, as I was saying, I'd be in pain. Maybe you're in constant pain. That wasn't as good a transition. If your knees or hips or back or neck, whatever, is just in constant agony, you got to be moving around pain-free, especially this time of year. Team at QC Kinetics can get rid of that lasting pain. They can provide lasting pain relief. Using the latest advances in regenerative medicine. I was just telling somebody about this this weekend. The science is simple. They concentrate your own body's healing agents and apply them to your aching joints, restoring and repairing damaged tissue. There's no drugs. There's no steroids. There's no surgery. Old remedies are passe, and they're not the only remedies. You can learn more about how regenerative medicine works at QC Kinetics here in Greenville today. It'll change your life. Make this the last summer you suffer from chronic pain. They have a clinic right here in Greenville, as we mentioned, and uh, it's an exciting, natural way to deal with joint pain. No side effects, no downtime. 
Call them now. Free consultation. QC Kinetics. It's 252-765-PAIN. 252-765-PAIN. QC Kinetics bringing you our 94.3 The Game Sports Flash Update. And with that, here's Ben Byron. Uh, update time, Ben. Thanks, Patrick, taking a look at what's happening around Pirate Nation. But first, this is your 94 Through the Game Sports Update brought to you by Team Boneyard. ECU's football practice this morning has been canceled due to multiple players battling a stomach illness not COVID-19 related. The players will return to a normal practice schedule tomorrow. And despite this hiccup, one Pirate did earn some national praise as running back Keith Mitchell's name to the Pro Football Network's All-American team as an honorable mention. ECU baseball signee Parker Burt's 10th surgery came with some good news from the doctor to move out of the intensive care unit at ECU Health Medical Center. Mitzi Bird posted to Facebook on Monday that her son has had his 10th surgery and did well. He was moved out of the ICU and into a step-down room, which he is thrilled about, Bird said. His doctor said they were happy with the blood flow to his amputated right leg, which is recovering following surgery last week. While the situation isn't perfect, Bird said her son's status is such that doctors think it will all work out. From college football, a new ranking of the top teams in college football has NC State making the top 15. USA Today re- released their coaches poll yesterday, and the park came or the pack came in at number 13. Wake Forest is cracking the top 20 in the latest college football rankings out of the American Cincy in Houston as well. American member SMU just launched a huge NIL collective called the Boulevard Collective that will see each of the ponies basketball and football players earn $36,000 per year. And according to Brett McMurphy, the Big Ten is finalizing a media deal with Fox Sports, CBS, and NBC, marking the first time in 40 years the Big Ten will not be on ESPN. We do know that CBS will pay roughly $350 million per year for its, 300, for its 330 games. The Big Carolina Class 3A, 4A high school football coaches gathered on Monday for their media day, and they have New Bern as the team to beat this season. The coaches assembling at Parker's Barbecue for lunch and a chance to talk to fo- talk football. Here's how the preseason poll panned out. New Bern, Havelock, J.H. Rose, Jacksonville, D.H. Connolly, South Central, and Northside. New Bern Bears coach Tori Noel on the, uh, on the poll. That people still think we're good, you know, that's the big thing. Um, our conference is pretty good, so man, we're just honored to still be considered to be at the top. But I'd rather be at the bottom because I like being the, the hunter versus the hunted, but we know how that kind of goes. The league softball World Series is underway in Greenville. Maryland earlier today took the opening game, defeating Missouri 3-1. Maryland will play tomorrow at 1 o'clock versus Connecticut, while Missouri will play Thursday at 10 with an opponent to be determined. Texas took on Washington. Texas claimed that one 13-4. They advance and will take on Puerto Rico tomorrow. And as we speak, the Pitt County team representing the Southeast taking on California. California leads 3-0 in the third. The Carolina Panthers wrapped up practice earlier today. We mentioned yesterday that all reports indicated that it's not Baker or it's Baker Mayfield's quarterback job to lose. Now he's further in the gap in the battle for the quarterback one spot between himself and Sam Darnold. That was confirmed today as NFL reporter Benjamin Albright claims that the Panthers are now shopping Sam Darnold, but it's been hard to find takers for his fifth-year option salary. The Panthers are back at practice early tomorrow, so they'll hit the turf at 9 o'clock instead of 10.30 in the morning. Elsewhere in the NFL, just a few days after Sam Mills was inducted into the Hall of Fame, his son Sam Mills III, the defensive line coach for the Washington Commanders, was 
fired by head coach Ron Rivera. And former Walmart chairman Rob Walton now owns the most expensive franchise in the NFL for buying the Broncos for $4.65 billion. Wrapping up from the world of golf, the reigning British Open champion Cameron Smith has signed a deal worth at least $100 million to join the Live Golf Tour. That's going to do it for your 94th Three of the Game Sports Update brought to you by Team Boneyard. More information on how you can contribute to Team Boneyard, go to teamboneyard.org. That's going to do it for your 94th of the Game Sports Update. More from ECU football coming off the other side of this quick timeout here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Online or on the go, log on to our brand new website, 943thegame.com. To listen to our top-rated programs throughout the day, you need to tell your smart speaker to stream 94.3 The Game to take us anywhere you are at any time. Like us on Facebook for breaking sports stories and the latest from around the Pirate Nation. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. That's 94.3 The Game's Facebook page. Like us and follow us there today. Some very mellow uh, set list today going on here. Hey, Noah's, this is the vibe Noah's going for, I guess. Oh, uh, he's saying it's the wrong song. Oh. Oh, uh, I got the wrong artist for the song. I failed DJ Noah. He's so disappointed. I mean, yeah, wait, wait, this is like some John Moore stuff. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this airs on us on the uh, on the sock up on Friday night. I'll tell you this right now. I hear it in the other room. I'm sure. A uh, couple of things to update you on here. Uh, Steve on Twitter at nine four three the game uh, tweeting at us that it's uh, Laverne, California, which is uh, kind of the halfway point between Pasadena and San Bernardino. So it's it's basically the Los Angeles metro. It's a little north, uh, good ways north of Anaheim. So that's who uh, Pitt County's playing, Laverne, California. Uh, and then Pilkington got up with us during the break and claims that this thing is only for six years old, six-year-old. Throw your weight around. Just say, like, hey, I want to really market, you know, the amenities here right. at uh, the Softball World Series. I was going to do a video. We'll tag you in it, you know. Yeah, well. Local media group. Yeah. yeah. Ways to do it, Philip. So yesterday, uh, coming up tomorrow, by the way, uh, let me set up the table for tomorrow's big program. Tomorrow's show, we're going to have Brian Mull. He'll actually be in the uh, Working Man's Beach studios with me. Oh, wow. Okay, uh, a little getaway. Yeah, a lot, lot to talk about with Mull, with golf, especially with uh, Cameron uh, Smith making the commitment to live golf today for a cool $100 million. And look, he's exempt. I mean, he won the British, so I mean, he's he's able to play. He's got his major, and, you know, yeah, got yeah. his major and yeah. got his money. And look, he's not going anywhere. You can ha ha and snicker about guys that are not uh, at the top of their game. He's about as top of the game as you can be. So that's a big pickup uh, for for Liv, and I'm sure one that's been scoffed at. Uh, tomorrow, also, uh, the uh, EPC is having their Preseason media at Farmville Central. We'll have a, our crew out there covering that. Uh, get the story on what's going on at uh, Farmville and North Pitt and Aiden Grifton. Uh, but right now, this is from the Big Carolina Media Day. I hear from some of the coaches. Let's start with our guy, Will Bland, from J.H. Rose. Of course, the Rose Rampants return this year to 94-3 the game for another season of play-by-play -play excitement. They'll open the season up on the 19th. And this is Coach Willie Bland, the uh, – 
Havelock Ram alum, Pirate football alum, talking about his expectations following a state championship season. Well, you know, our quarterback has just coming back, and uh, he has done a great job this offseason getting better with his throwing, actually reading the defense. So I expect big thing from Will Taylor this year. Uh, we picked up a transfer from JP2, um, Justin Biggs, who I think will be a big-time star for us. Um, once he gets acclimated to the change of 8-man football to 11-man football, he's going to be a threat in this conference. And then um, as a receiver, we got Landon Richard, I mean, Darius Gaddis, Jackson Lathan, and Naga Key, who all are big play type Coach Bland talked about the uh, preseason ranking where Rose is selected third in the conference. It is, it is, because now you got you, you get that bullseye taken off your head now that you are picked third, but um, it's also going to motivate the guys because, you know, in their head, they made it all the way to the state championship game, so they, they in there, we should be number one, but, you know, it's, it's 16 games to get back there, so if they can go out there and keep that that little aspect and that little thing on the show, then I think we have a successful year this year. Absolutely. And it's a new. All right. And Byram should be picked number there, one. Apparently. Uh, well, That's I don't know. I mean, look. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, it's a good part to put the Havelock quote, uh, coach quote up, Alan Wooten. We actually were able to get a microphone to him. I'm not so sure this wasn't as he was walking out the door. Uh, but we did get one comment from him, and he he states this here, and he's right about this. The top four or five in that conference, you can pretty much shake them up in a their names up in a in a hat, and you draw them out, and, that, and, you, and then you wouldn't be wrong. Yeah, I mean it's just such That's, a tough conference, very well balanced. Not to diss South Central and North Side, but I mean the, the top five are, are, are pretty talented. Um, so this is Alan Wooten. You got that one, Ben? We, we got a chance to, to grab him briefly before he departed yesterday. You could take the top five teams in the conference and throw them in a cup, shake it up, and any one of us could beat anybody on every Friday night. I mean, if your fifth-place team has two kids with Division One offers, you got a pretty good league, that's for sure. D.H. Conley's going to be a really good team this year. Um, Coach Parker at, at, at uh, South Central and then Coach Pollock at Northside, they have athletes too, man. So, you know, every Friday night you have to fight. This is just a preseason poll. You don't get a trophy today. Speaking of uh, Conley, their coach, Nate Connor, uh, his reaction to the Vikings preseason ranking. Sure, it's always motivating, but nobody really knows who what we've got right yep. now. It's still or we hadn't even scrimmaged yet, but I'll tell you, that speaks to our league. We take a lot of pride in who we are as a program, and well, we're fine with that. And, you know, you got – Jacksonville was fourth right for us, and they played in the Eastern Finals last year in 3A. So that speaks to the depth of our league. I think week in and week out, anybody can win a game, um, and you have to be prepared for that. So, you know, it's it's an honor to be mentioned with those teams. I think a lot of those teams are ranked in the state rankings, um, but it's preseason football. You know, nobody really knows until we get some games on our belt what we're going to do. He talked about some of his uh, standout players heading into the season. You know, we've, we've got a couple of guys I think have done a fantastic job of that, that maybe not get all the, the highlights and that thing. we got two linebackers who we're really excited about on our defensive side who bring great energy day in and day out that are returning players are going to be senior for us. Uh, that's Ryan Carter okay. uh, and Andrew Hollinger. Number 44, Ryan Carter. Number 10, Andrew Hollinger. And, man, they're kind of the leaders of our defense. They fly around all over the place and done a great job. Another young man who's had a fantastic summer for us who's who's done some special things is, is Jai McCuller. Um, he's number four. He he's played some. He plays defensive back for us. Plays corner. He also plays wide receiver for us. And he's really worked hard. And we're excited about the possibilities of what he can do this summer. 
uh, as well. And then we've got some guys up front on the offensive line that have, have, and that are going to play defensive line too. A lot of our guys are kind of Ironmen where they play an offensive and defensive position. We want to try to eliminate as much as we can from them having to play on both sides of the ball. But uh, Bryce Weaver is doing a fantastic job up from the offensive line, kind of leads that group. Um, and and he's, uh, we're excited to watch him this season. Uh, Nick Connor, the Conley coach, last thing from him here, he uh, talked about uh, kind of the program, the Conley brand, if you will. Well, we want to play disciplined team football. Um, you know, our brand of football is we're going we're gonna to have a great plan week in and week out, expect our guys to, to, to play successfully against the opponents we, we go against. But we want them at the end of the day to walk off leaving that stadium knowing our boys played their hearts out yep. um, and they played the game the right way with discipline. And, and with playing with respect, with sportsmanship and all those things, yes, and playing good, sound, disciplined football that they covered all their areas really well. Kendrick Parker is the new head coach at South Central, and he talked about his journey to becoming a head coach. The transition has been really smooth. Like I said, I've been an assistant coach under Coach two for the last six years. The, uh, I'm familiar with the staff, the students, the environment of South Central. Um, it's been it's been really, really good. Yep. Uh, of course, the change, change at the top, there's always uh, bumps and bruises along the way, but, you know, I have a great staff that, that's with me, and we've been going day in, day out, trying to get uh, South Central back on track. Coach Parker, uh, on the style of football he wants to bring to the Falcons program. Well, our, our model this year is brick by brick. Yeah. I mean, we're going to gonna rebuild this program one step at a time. Yep. Uh, like I said, we bumps and bruises along the way. But our philosophy is everything is built on trust. We want our players to trust us. Uh, players, our players to trust us. We trust the players. Um, offensively, we have a, a lot of good skill guys, a lot of speed. Our philosophy on offense is the hard thing for a defense player to do is make an field tackle. Yep. Um, so we're going to try to get our guys the, 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 the ball in space, and then we'll do what they do. And Ben B-Baby Byram asked uh, Coach Parker about some of the standout South Central players. Well, as a whole, I will say that our, our senior class has done a phenomenal job of taking new shepherds in They've seen the ups and downs of South Central football. They really want to end their, uh, their senior year on a high note. But uh, they've had to name a few guys. Um, our, our captain is Saquon Waters, uh, punt returner, kick returner, quarterback, running back, receiver, sweeps the floor, picks up the trash. He does everything yeah, okay. for us. Uh, a couple of offensive linemen we have, uh, Devon Smith and Shamar Webb. Shamar Webb has been um, heavily recruited by a lot of Division One schools because of his stature. Um, but like I said, this as, as a whole, I'm just proud of our guys that coming in, starting the summertime, uh, starting the springtime, yep. going through the summertime, then the heat, never complaining, showing in, in the weight room and, and on the field. That's, that's ready to go. I'm just excited for these kids. <laughs> um, Tori now the uh, coach of the Newburn Bears, uh, his reaction to Newburn being picked number one in the preseason rankings for the uh, Big Carolina. But like I told the guys on the inside, the big thing now is that we're the hunted and we're not the hunters. So um, we got to make sure our guys still keep a hunting mentality when we're going through different things right now. So that's one of the things. I mean, of course, we're honored because our conference is really good. And, you know, to be able to possibly repeat as the conference champions, again, is a pretty cool thing for our guys. Uh, and then uh, Coach Now talked about, uh, and he's got lots of them, standout players. I think this is Shamir Wright. Uh, he plays cornerback for us and plays A and and a backup quarterback, I think he's going to be one of those guys that's going to stand out and have a great job, get a great spring. So I'm looking for big things we can do right this season. And the Bears head coach, Torrey Now, with more on his quarterback situation. 
Yeah, man, we got a couple of different quarterbacks. We kind of do quarterback by committee. Of course, you know, last year yep. we started off with um, Damari Tucker played quarterback for us for the first three games of the season. Uh, he did a phenomenal job, went 3-0. Um, and then D.K. Bradley finished the season all for us. Uh, the regular season all for us at quarterback. And then we came back to Damari Tucker to start the playoff game. Um, we played Wakefield. He had we played him in the first half of the game. He had three touchdowns and 177 rushing yards um, off seven carries. So um, he's definitely an explosive player that we're probably going to be leaning on a little bit this year. And just trying to figure out different guys that can contribute there. We've got another kid to transfer it in that's competing for that quarterback role also. Um, so we're definitely excited about what we have here. All right, uh, that is uh, our recap of uh, the Big Carolina Media Day. The uh, Fellers and uh, Abby were there and uh, enjoyed the hospitality, the barbecue, and the uh, pigskin talk. We'll break. We'll come back. Uh, maybe time for a pirate report, uh, but we'll wrap up the show after this. Dan Patrick mornings. Adam Gold middays. Patrick Johnson on the way home. The best sports talk lineup in the Pirate Nation is heard right here. Right, let's go. 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. Woo-hoo! More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. If you've been injured in an accident and need cash now before your case settles, Oasis Financial can help. Last month, Oasis helped over 3,000 people. Why not you? If you have an attorney, call Oasis Financial today at 877-266-9107. It takes just three minutes to apply. And once you're approved, get $500 to $100,000 of your settlement in as little as 24 hours with no risk to you. That's right. Get $500 to $100,000 within one day. If you lose your case, you don't have to pay Oasis back ever. So call Oasis today to see if you qualify at 877-266-9107. That's 877-266-9107. Call Oasis today at 877-266-9107. Oasis is currently not providing legal funding in Arkansas, Kansas, Kentucky, Maryland, North Carolina, North Dakota, or West Virginia. Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. No practice gear, no shells, no nothing. It was IVs today as uh, ECU uh, has a little stomach bug going through the program. So they'll be back tomorrow morning practicing at the normal time. Uh, Our next opportunity for a post-practice session will be uh, with Coach Houston, will be Thursday. So uh, Ben will have some of that sound for you. Ben, you know, Daryl Strawberry is going to be on, by the way, with us Friday on Talk of the Town. So you might could use oh, wow. some of that on uh, Friday. So you might want to get Zoke. Well, I'll let you handle it. I mean, try to get Zoke maybe. I don't know. We'll play, so we'll play a little bit of Strawberry. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, I mean, that's a big he'll deal. Greenville. He'll be in Greenville in a little over a month. All right. Uh, Rajay Harris uh, talking after uh, practice. Not today, but uh, previously, and he talked about how camp was, or was asked about how camp was going so far. It's not too bad. I don't. I don't did it for this. Is my third year, so it's not too bad. Honestly, I'm just trying to motivate the young guys to keep going no matter what. You know, just just have that confidence each day. Just get one percent better. He was asked which young guys have impressed him so far. All of them, man. You know, all of them. When we first got here, we was doing a lot of twenty back. Me and Keaton, you know, we were still lost. You know. 
as each day go by, you know, all the young guys, they're coming together, they're learning, they're getting faster each day, and it's just it's impressive. Harris even went on to say that the uh, youngsters in this program uh, watch and try to emulate he and Keaton Mitchell. So we, we consider each other leaders, you know, both of us. So with the young guys seeing us motivated, you know, a lot of energy for me and Keaton, you know, that they, they want to do the same. You know, you can see the young guys at practice, they'll jump up, they'll slap my hand, just like me and Keaton. It's just a brothership. You know, it's a brotherhood. I like brothership. That brothership, I, I, I like that term he came up with there. I like that term, yeah. The brothership. Kind of cool term. Yeah, the brothership. Uh, but a brotherhood among the running backs. And this is... Uh, in that room. Harris said... <laughs> that room, yes. The boom boom room. Uh, Harris said that he is uh, eating healthier. Aren't we all? Uh, he's saying he's eating healthier, and that's, that's made a big difference this year. When I first got here... Um, Eight McDonald's like every night. You know, I get a Sprite. You know, I tell coaches, I'm eating good, coach, I'm eating good. But that weight was just going up, going up. So this offseason, um, my girlfriend just, she just cooked. She cooked, cooked, cooked. And I'm like, why you, why you cooking? You know, why you cooking like this? And I ain't like it at first, but, you know, I seen results, results, results. And then I just started eating healthy. Broccoli and stuff like that. Never ate it before. <laughs> I love it now. There you go. Uh, we got enough time here maybe to get one or two of these in, Ben, with uh, Gerard Stringer and Malik Fleming, uh, which, well, let's hear from Stringer. Uh, banged up last year, seldom used prior to that, but he says he's 100%. Yeah, I feel I feel 100%. Um, I get in that trainer room every day. I stretch. Uh, after, after workouts, after uh, practice, I stretch. I do everything I need to do for my Achilles, uh, and it helps me, so I'll be together. I... I I get in the train the the, uh, the cold tub and it helps my legs, so everything just coming together. He's focused on being a leader, being that leader for the uh, for the young guys, and making sure they seeing the right example. Um, I'm putting that putting that good good example out for them, so they can follow my lead and be what we need to be for this team. And uh, cut twenty one here, Ben uh, Gerard Stringer on. Changing his number to number seven. My brother passed away in 2014, so he wore number seven in high school. So I decided to to keep that. And my uh, my dad, my dad, grandma passed when he was seven. So it always been like that number for me. And he always, my dad always wanted me to wear it, and I didn't want to wear it. And I was always like scared of number seven because everything bad happened with number seven. But I decided to just embrace it. And I love it. So that's that's all I that's all I know right now. And uh, last cut here from Gerard Stringer. Uh, do we have time for it? Yes. You talked about the chemistry with the DBs. Yes, chemistry been good. Uh, everybody's on the same page. Uh, we're starting to work with different guys, having different groups. So we're getting to learn how to play with each other and how to learn each other, and we're we're doing a great job with that. All right, uh, that's today's Pirate Report. Thanks to Philip the Ref Pilkington, Inter Noah, and Ben. Ryan Mole tomorrow, 5 o'clock, Patrick Johnson Show.
Families at Bertie County Peanuts have been growing and selling peanuts. Much has changed since 1919, but quality is still number one. So if you're looking for great North Carolina snacks and gifts, look no further than Bertie County Peanuts. Small batch, hand-cooked, and 100% guaranteed. You can't go wrong with their gourmet peanuts. Shop online at BertieCountyPeanuts.net and your order will be delivered right to your front door. Bertie County Peanuts, a North Carolina tradition.